everybody. Welcome to Celebrating Independent Artist Spotlight. I'm your host, Coach Callie Tammy, out here in beautiful San Diego, California. And I want to welcome you to our show this month. This is the month of June, and we are celebrating best-selling author, Miss Tori Lynn. She is a mother of two amazing children who are also entrepreneurs and published authors. Go Tori, teaching your kids how to take control of their life at a very young age. And she has got two books that is out. Tori is the author of Divorce. She shared her personal story about what it felt like to go through divorce and how she knew she was marrying the wrong person, but she did it anyway and how that turned out. And then you know, she really was sharing on Facebook and figured out that other people were like suffering in silence. And that's really what spurred her to writing this book. So we're going to dive into her book, Divorce, today. And we are also going to dive into her second book, which I am super excited about talking. It's called Taboo, where you're talking about the romantic side, the sexual side of your relationship inside and outside the marriage and what God believes about that. And so I hope you guys enjoy this interview as much as I did. She is a beautiful soul and I just love her to death. So without further ado, here is my Facebook interview with the actress, author, mother, and friend, Miss Tori Lynn. I am your hostess with the Moses, Coach Kelly Tammy out here in beautiful San Diego, California. And this is an interview for Celebrating Independent Artist Spotlight. I have the honor and pleasure of interviewing the most awesome author, Tori Lynn. She is the author of two books, Divorce and Taboo. And that's the one I'm really trying to get into that one right there. So I'm going to throw out this PG-13 warning right now for because we're going to be talking about some adult content uh, when we jump into this. If you guys don't know what celebrating independent artist, I may have lost Tori. Okay, so I'm going to talk for a minute and hopefully she can jump back on here. So this is what I do. I am the podcast host for Celebrating Independent Artists and along with the other podcasts that I do, Life Awakening. And Tori is this amazing mother of two, three children, I believe. Oh, there she is. I think she's coming back. Miss Tori, are you there? All right. I... There she is. Yay. Are you back? <laughs> back, finally. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, technical difficulties. Gotta love, yes. gotta love te yes. technology, man. Can't live with it, can't live without it. <laughs> My gosh. Okay. Right. So, for those of you that don't know, Tori is the bomb.com, man. Like, she has got, is it two or three amazing kids? You have three kids, right? I have two amazing kids and I raised my dad's youngest. So I guess three. Okay. So I know she's got so two kids and, and her, her dad's youngest child. So basically three children, but two of her kids are published authors as well. So yes. not only is she kicking ass in the author world, she's teaching her kids how to be entrepreneurs at a young age, how to make their own money and not work for anybody else. So let me tell you how awesome this chick is. Okay. So, like, she don't look like what she's been through. In the words of Miss Eunice that I interviewed a couple of weeks ago, we don't look like <laughs> man. We made it. Oh my gosh! Not to the other yes. side. Okay. Not smelling like smoke. Right. So you know, Tori's been through divorce, and she wrote a book about it, which is super freaking amazing. And then the book I want to get into, like I'm gonna throw out this PG-13 warning right now, guys. It's called Please. Taboo. 
taboo. We're going to be talking about some adult content and we're going to be bringing up the word sex. So if that bothers you, please exit stage left. You will be okay. Have a nice day. We we ain't got time to be here and all that. So uh, go right on up to the nosebleed section. We ain't trying to hear it. We we, we get live and you need to hear some truth today. You're going to be a bad influence on me, Tammy. You're just going to be a bad influence on me. No, no. We got to speak the truth. And if they don't like it, they, you know what? The ones that get offended are the ones that need to hear it. <laughs> That's true. Stay That's together true. for the folks in the back. <laughs> everybody. Can everybody hear me? All right. Put your big girl draws on. Put your big boy draws on. And let's get it started. Right. There you go. There you go. We are getting into this. And I see Miss Teresa Lewis is watching here. She said, keep it PG-13, ladies. <laughs> oh, I love it. We'll, we'll try. Right, right. All right. So for those of you that don't know what celebrating independent artists is, we celebrate independent artists. It's all that. Look at this. She got her VIP badge on. I'm waiting. I might have come in, girl. We are the VIPs. We, we, we celebrate the independent artists because they don't get enough celebration. Right, they, right. You know, they need that help. They need that support. They need the wind beneath their wings from other people that have been through the struggle. Right. You know what Absolutely. I mean? We, we want to find out what their struggles are, how they made it through to the other side so we can learn. You know what I mean? Like right. Michael comes out in July. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to be like you. She is a best-selling author, y'all. And I like success leaves clues. And I can pick up the breadcrumbs as fast as you can throw them bad boys down. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Miss Tori, tell us who you are. Like, I know I just rattled off a whole bunch of stuff because I like I, I was uh, stalking your, your web page. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We stalks. We stalks I, around I, here. Right, I was stalking. Uh, so tell us who Tori is. Where are you from? Tell us about your kids. How you like? What 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 do we need to know about Tori before we dive into the to the books? Oh, I'm sorry, Joda. And there we are. Okay, uh, there you are. Yes. Oh, damn it! Lost her again. Okay, she'll be right back. She like she's in her car, so her cell phone service is a little is a little off. But she'll 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 be right back. I know she's coming. We love you too, Miss Teresa. Thank you so much for joining us. So, like I said, I have been stalking Tori's page, and you know she she's been through the relationships. Up oh, there, she comes. She's coming right back. Yeah. Okay. I plugged in. I'm sorry. Okay. I am a mommy, not a mother. A mommy. My daughters are nine and ten, and um. I'm a, uh, an author and the divorce is an autobiography and it's about what I went through in that divorce because um, my mom's an author as well and she wrote a biography so she wrote about some stuff about different women what different women go through that we don't really talk about so I'm sorry for some reason I can't get this done okay so um, and so I thought you know what I'm going to write a story as well because what it was is that I would go on Facebook and I would I would like People would chime in, you know, and it was cathartic for me. And especially when I saw how nosy the men were, I was like, oh, you know. And then after that, that's when I was like, okay, you know what, I'm going to tell a story. And that's how I ended up writing The Divorce. I wrote Taboo. That was, I was in a relationship at that time. And so I was just like, okay, you know what, there's a disconnect between the church and the world. And so, you know, when it comes to talking about oral, when it comes to talking about what accepted and what not in the eyes of God, 
um, you know, do we even know how to? So that's when I went ahead and I would do like little surveys. I would get on Facebook and I would say, okay, guys, what do you think about this? And what's the best part about that? I'm not, you know, and I'm one of them both people. I don't really, you know, I'll be 43 in three months. So I don't, I don't really hold punches. I just like, hey, look, let's just keep it real. <laughs> and so that's, that's how I ended up becoming an author. And I did it uh, based off the, the divorce. I did a um, short film uh, with Tommy Ford, the late Tommy Ford. And um, so that was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And one of the best moments of my life is when he sent me an email and he said, I read the book. I see where you're going with this. You know, I want to partner with you. And then he died later. So. Oh, wow. So, yeah. But other than that, everything else is, you know, is it's, it's, uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I like I super admire you, girl, like to raise two young girls and, and raise them to share their heart to, you know, be the entrepreneur because so many women, so many parents teach their kids to be a zombie man and go into the working world and work that nine to five where there's a damn ceiling on your income where you're controlled by other people. Freaking stop the madness, man. Like you're teaching them like you can, you can set your own path and, and, you know, right. I've got a daughter and I've got a son. I've got three grandkids. And so I get it. And, and we have similar stories. Yeah, I got, I've been through two divorces. And uh, so uh-huh. it's, it's, it, it, there's a lot. Yeah. I've been married twice and married for the wrong reasons. You know, I got yeah. two beautiful kids and three grandkids out of it. But they, everybody has a different reason why they went through it and how they feel right. and how they, how they came on the other side. And so like when you were, I, 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 so I'm going to quote your page here. I've, I told you I've been stalking. <laughs> she says, I was in an intense battle in my mind. I want sex, but I'm a Christian turning into a freak. How do I lift my hands in church and lift my legs at night? God says in John 14, 15, if you love me, you will obey my commands. Maybe I should get married so that I won't burn with lust. But he's the one will well, if I get married, at least God won't be mad at me anymore. Girl. He's not the one. Girl. He's not the, he's not the one. Right. Because see, it was like, he, well, he's not the one, but at least God won't be mad at me. So I knew going in that he was not the one. I knew going in that he was just not, I mean, he was, you know, I talked about it. He was not financially stable. I, I owned two houses. I had my Rover. I had my credit score was 756. I was doing very well. And I meet a guy that I met at church. Um, I'm now getting ready to hit 30. So I was like, you know what? It's about time for me to do this, have kids if I'm going to have kids and and what have you. And I just kind of thought, I know that this is not an ideal situation because this guy is unstable. However, but I was kind of in this battle where, oh my gosh, I don't need to be fornicated because I slept with him and it's not something I normally do. It was just kind of like, you know, I need this. Right. And, um, and when I realized I, didn't, I wasn't, gonna, I didn't think I knew he wasn't the one. I was like, you know what? I'm thinking I'm gonna do it to him, and you know, kind of get this out, <laughs> and you know, going about my business. You know, don't call me anymore. And it ended up not happening that way. And of course, you know, the reason why I ended up right and why we end up, you know, hanging out a little more and more and more, and and it ended up going into a marriage. Right. I have a what a payback, one. right, uh, <laughs> girl? Look, 
You know, I, I have a special word for that. I call it getting digmatized. Okay, what a payback. I mean, seriously. Right. Like we, I, I, I'm there. I'm in the single world right now and I get it. Like we, we, we feel the, that lonely. And so this is going to lead me into my next question. We, we equate being single as women to not being worthy. We equate being single to not being enough. We equate being single to not being loved. Single is just a word, not a status. And you right. are more than enough. You are more than loved. You have all of these things, but we get disconnected from our inner being, God's source, higher power. And we don't, we don't think about how to love ourselves. We don't know how to love ourselves. We don't do that soul work and we carry the old baggage into the new relationship and then it just starts all over again. It's so important to enjoy this. And Teresa and I were speaking about enjoying our singleness. And this mm -hmm. is the thing that I had said I was going to do. I was like, I've been, I've, I, I'm nearly up there with the marriages. So I've, I've been married and divorced three times. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, I'm just not going to do it again. And I can't take my kids through that again. So um, I would just, and then I didn't want my kids to even see the gener generational curse to keep on going. Cause my mom's married divorced three times, my grandmother, you know, so I was just like, this right. has got to stop. Right. And um, just when I decided this has got to stop, that's when one pops up and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And he is totally validating the fact that you are enough. You mm -hmm. are because when I married Aaron and Ryan's dad, I was financially stable. Right. So this time when I lost everything, I lost the house, I lost the credit score, I lost everything. And we ended up in a homeless shelter. So that was hard. Then being shamed by your family. I knew that was going to happen. You shouldn't have married men, didn't have anything. You know, I went through the shame of it all. Mm -hmm. So that also hurt my self-esteem as well. Because before then, I was the same person that helped with college tuition. I was the same person that was buying books. I was the same person that you could come and get a loan. You know, hey, can you right. get me a loan for the bank? So that was very hurtful because when you go through stuff like this, when you go through traumatic situations and you don't have a backup system, like, you know, I had some friends and everything, but when, you know, sometimes you just kind of want that family because your family's supposed to be blood thicker than water you know right and um I didn't have that support from family I did have it from friends but I still it was it still was doing something to me mentally because I was still feeling shamed I was ashamed of myself because oh man I married this guy for love and I lost everything now I'm being laughed at including with him too you know <laughs> he thought this was funny as well you know he's just like right. oh that's why y'all going through what y'all going through well, had I not married him, I probably wouldn't have been in a situation because women uh, and, and this last situation, speaking on singleness, the last marriage I went in, I went in feeling unworthy. Mm -hmm. I actually went in there. I'm like, OK, you know, finally, this guy loves me and blah, blah. You know, he, that's what he says. But when you really don't know what true love is, when you really don't know what unconditional love is, when you really don't understand what that stuff is then what it looks like, you know, the wolf in sheep clothing, what it looks like is okay. And the next thing I know, four months later, I was divorced. This is the last situation. So I just thought, you know what, this is just not even work for me. But it, it, I have to like now, and this is what the next book is going to be about. It's going to be back. It's going to be about discovery. I had to rediscover myself because I also said, okay, you know what? 
people that have sex without being married, you know, that's wrong and that's fornication like that. So I looked at myself as unworthy of God's love. Mm-hmm. So although it is fornication, however, David was still called a man after God's own heart, you know, so it's just like, you know, it's just we're always a work in progress. And I didn't look at it as a pro- work in progress. I was like, I was just unworthy, period. Right. Right. And so yeah, we teach this with all my, my, my life coaching clients. It's like, if you don't know what real love, give me that VIP, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my nails is tore. But anyway, I'm listening to you. Uh, if we if we don't know what real love is, so like I had I came from childhood sexual abuse from my mother mm-hmm. and my yeah. biological father. It's teenage rape from my stepdad. And so the only way I was shown love from an adult male was through sex. Right. So in my mind, subconsciously, I wasn't consciously aware that that's what I was equating love to until Mm -hmm. I, 2013, girl, I was 45 damn years old. Yes. Before I realized sex is love. If you had sex with me, you love me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you know how many jacked up relationships I had? Right. (laughs) Right. Like, like, uh, hello, McFly. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and until I learned about energy and the transference of energy, like you got to be careful who you give your energy to, much yes. less your body to. It's different for women because we have to take the man inside us. Right, right. He, he gets is, to deposit. Right. They yeah. know withdrawal. Right. It's a deposit. And so right. we get all of his energy. And if we don't know where his energy is at, we're taking that right. on. Absolutely. Oh my God. It's a whole nother uh that's a whole nother podcast, girl. We can it is. It is. We've got to do a part two. Right, a part two. There you go. All right. So let's talk about like going through the divorce. And 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 I watched some of your videos and 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 how that all came about. And and was it there, like, I, I know there was some physical abuse that, that happened and you ended up going to jail, like? I sure did. Well, see what happened, what had happened was. Um, see what happened was. What had happened was, <laughs> I just got, you know, I'm the stepmom, you know? So when he came in, he came with a two-year-old child, uh, I think she was two, yeah. Came with a, a young daughter. And I didn't have any kids, so I was just like, okay, cool. You know, I got a little girl now. And I thought it was fun, so I decorated the room. And, and you know, we had all these toys. We had every VHS video, uh, DVD, you know, that Cinderella, everything, Disney. And it was just kind of fun. You know, she, all her little clothes. Like, it was, she was just fun. You know, just fun being a mother to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she adored me. So... That was the thing. So that day when we got baby mama drama because he did not set per- parameters. He didn't set this thing like, okay, this is my wife now and I have to, I'm in a marriage. I can't just drop when you say, hey, you know, your daughter needs you or your daughter this, your daughter that, you know, and it will just, so now it's interfering, interfering in our relationship. Right. And that's the thing that, um, hold on, let me see. What were we talking about? I'm sorry, I looked over and got distracted. What were we trying? That's okay. The physical abuse from the marriage, baby mama (laughs) drama. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, this is mental health. This is mental mental health awareness. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, 
So, but yeah, so anyway, so that day we were at, um, we were at one of our minister friend's house and we just, you know, and I, I was upset. We were talking about it and we got out there and she was 30, she was 37 years old. First time being pregnant, get all the clothes made and everything like that. This was so embarrassing, Tammy. So we're arguing over there. So I'm like, look, just get in a car. Let's just get in a car. And we get in the car. We're still arguing. So now we're cussing at each other. You're like, get your, you know, your punk ass out of the car. You know, I was, you know, I'm sorry. You know, but that's how that went. And he called me out of my name. So all of a sudden, everything went black. And it just kind of like, have you ever, you know, that pal cartoon and everything like go gray and then it goes black. That's what happened to me. And I just, next thing I know, I I got that jaw. And he's like, I'm 5'6". And at the time I was like maybe 145. He's 6'2", maybe 280. Mm -hmm. And it did not matter. Because all I saw was... The nights I stay up with ear infections, you know, driving an hour to go pick her up and bring her back. The days I took her to work with me, the mm-hmm. money I spent with her just trying to make sure that she had a great life and a great um, co-parenting, you know, right. the, 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 the stuff I had to deal with with baby mom. And her. So, you know, mom, so it was, that was all I saw. You called me out of my name and I have been nothing, but I lost my family because of you. Right. So, um. So yeah, I went to jail. So that was just how that happened. I understand, girl. I ain't <laughs> mad at you. I, I, I do the same thing. Like when, when I get that angry and I black out, I please, please have somebody there to save you. Because I, yeah, you, yeah. Not you may want to run. Not, yeah, I, I, I'm not stopping till you ain't breathing, dude. There ain't nothing I can do about yeah, that. You later. might want to run, and it car that I paid for so it was just like I just blacked out by that time I was like look I have had enough and that was the second time um and that third time was I was too much pregnant and this is what the emotional stuff was because we kept going back because I wanted my marriage to work so Mm -hmm. I kept going back and uh and he kept coming back so we kept being back together and now we had one baby already we separated, as I talked about in the book, we separated three day, uh, uh, 13 days after she was born, 13 days after I delivered a baby. And then I went back to work 13 days after delivering a baby. So that was hard. We got back together. Yes, got back together, made another baby. We separated two months into my pregnancy after he choked me in a garage. Um, and my mom was having brain surgery. So it was, and you know what's crazy is that until last year, I'm sorry, I'm looking in the mirror because right when you said we have like 15 minutes, I ran in there and made a grilled cheese uh, sandwich. And it's not the grill. It wasn't the regular grilled cheese like Velveeta. It was like the off brand. So it was like nice and thick cheese. So it was good. But anyway, so that's why he's like making sure you don't see. So anyway, um, it was that, that, that off brand cheese. The off brand, that's the kind you have to get when you make a grilled cheese and you have to right. toast it just right with butter. Um, right. See? What I say about the mental health. So what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> talking oh about the third time where he choked you out in the garage. Your mom was yes. having a surgery. Yeah. And so that was the last time we had separated. But yeah, so it was just, you know, the, the whole trying to make the marriage work, wanting the marriage work, but however, knowing that it was it was totally dysfunctional, not only for me, but for him and for the children. Yeah. I've been there, done that. Write a yeah. book. <laughs> Write a book write a book tell the story uh, right tell the story sure let somebody else learn from our our mistakes right so right, so right when did you realize you had to share your divorce story to help other people 
When, why, when, when I, I when, when I was when I when it was cathartic for me before I had uh, before I wrote the book, I would get online and I would say, you know, what is it? You know, I, I don't even remember because they're, they're in my Facebook like notes. But so many people were chiming in. I was so shocked because people are going through and suffering in silence, and mm-hmm. I was just really shocked about the hurt that people are going through and, and not really talking about it and just really suffering inside. And that's another reason why people are committing suicide because people feel lonely. You know, that's a lonely time when you are in guilt and when you're in shame and when you're, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, it's, it's a lonely season. Yeah. They, 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 because they blame, they blame you. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, all, all the blame goes on you. They, 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 yeah. and, and so, Hey, this is what I tell folks. There's no one person at fault for a marriage fail. Right, right, right. There's no one person at fault. Everybody has their own road to take. Everybody has, yeah. Mm-hmm. They they played their part, but it's 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 hard for people to see because all they see is one side, and they want to mm-hmm. they want to point the finger and they want to blame. Right, and right. So you're the one that they see. So they're the one that you're the one that they're going to blame. Women tend to side with the women. Men tend to side with the men. And right, you know, man, you. We don't always necessarily have that circle of influence around us that's going to say, okay, look, I love you, but right. heifer, like, you know you was wrong. <laughs> you was wrong for that. Grow yeah, up. You right. know, think about this. Think about, think before you say something. Think about the man's ego. And I really did not know how fragile men's, uh, the man, the male ego is. I mean, it's super fragile. And they look all big and macho and everything like that. But they, it really don't take much to, to, to make them crumble. And that's uh, something that women, we, we as women, we have to really be careful with that, you know, especially if we love this man or whatever. Because my ex-husband, as, as I wrote about in the book, his family talked about him, like, I mean, it to his face. Ooh. And it was just like, wow, I've never seen nothing like this. My mom would never talk to my brother that way, ever. And, um, you know, it, it can go back into parenting. And so sometimes those wounds come into the marriage, even through him, you know? Yep, sure does. All right. So now we can get to my favorite subject. How did taboo come about? Because like, I, I, I have to coach folks like it, like whatever you did to get your man, please believe me, you're going to have to do that. And then some to keep your man. Like, don't say, oh, I got it now. So I, I, I'm just going to pull the plug. You can't have no more sex. You can't have none of this. I may have been a freak before, but uh, nah, boss. Like, sh- uh, who would want to pull the plug? I mean, like, right, once right. you have a license to just, ah! I mean, that's a, that's a, the Bible says that's God's marital gift to the, to the husband and wife. Right. There is no better sex than the making love with the two spirits become one and, and, and that's a form of worship as well. I mean, there is no, cause it's, you can feel it even in your spirit. You could just feel it. It's more than just the physical. You could just feel it. Yes. And that is a beautiful thing, you know? So even when you're married, you know, and you have the license to do it, you have the right to do it. And you, it's, this is your gift. This is God's gift, you know, and the Bible says don't um, benevolence don't do that you know let's figure something else out especially us as grown women like i I said i'll be 43 in a couple of months but at a certain point at a certain point we have to mature to the level of knowing ourselves knowing and not use any type of manipulation or anything like that we just have to get to a point where okay let's figure this stuff out 
how did those people back in the day figure out a way to stay married? How did they do that? And what can I do to make sure I don't pass this generational? Like at some point, my kids need to see stability. They need to see consistency. They need to see how it is for a man, how a man's supposed to treat a woman. Right. You know, just that. Yes. Yeah. I, um, I agree with you. My mom was married six times, six and divorced. And so my whole goal in life was not to be like her. Right. Um, so I'm two down. And so that would <laughs> led into, <laughs> that led into my depression of, oh, you're going to be just like your mama. Oh, you, mm. you ain't no better than this. And all of those voices are my voices. They're my own thoughts. They're my own demons. You know what I mean? Like I, I had yeah. to go through all of that and had to stare down with a bottle of sleeping pills. Like it's a, it's, yeah. it's, it's not a, it's not a fun place to be. And I, I, I get real candid with that with people. Like there is life on the other side of depression. There is life yes. on the other side of depression. Yes. You can beat it. I never took an antidepressant. I never went to counseling. You got to do what works for you. And I'm not saying my way right. is the only way or the best way, but there are ways to go through that. And, and we also have to make sure that people know that going to, to counseling is okay. Yeah. You know, going to talk to someone is okay. You cannot fight those types of demons by yourself. That sometimes like you did, but some people cannot. And it's not a bad thing. If you go talk to someone else, you know, mm -hmm. we should, we should let that be okay. Right. Yeah. They put it. That's another stigma. Oh, if you talk to somebody, there's something wrong with you. Wrong with you. you. Yeah. Right. No, what was wrong was I grew up in an environment that freaking sucked and fed my head with negativity and bullshit. Pardon right. My Absolutely. And, and so now those are the seeds that were planted and buckets of water were poured on it. And now I got grown ass trees inside my head that tell me this right. is normal and it's not. Like it's I not. had an eight lane highway, triple decker negativity. Like this, that's where I was at. And I had to learn how to shift and come over here and go into the positive side. You feel uncomfortable. Right. Doesn't feel normal. Right. And so it's, it takes work. Like I, I girl, I, and I think <laughs> it's not, I, I don't ever want to tell somebody it's easy, but if you, it, 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 there's power in decision. And when you make that decision, you know what? I'm going to change. And you know what? And you're exactly right. Because sometimes the word work could be scary. Not, not even just for lazy people, just like, man, you know, it's just so much work. When we don't think about it when we're at our jobs, because if we don't think about men, you know, like people that like their job or people that like mm -hmm. what, you, what you do, it's mm -hmm. still work. Right. Um, when I was a, when I was a hair, when I was a successful hairstylist, it was not work to me. When I'm right. on set, that's not work to me. Right. So now you have to, sometimes we have to think of another word that doesn't sound like work because work right. can sound kind of negative, you know? Right. And, you know, um, uh, Oprah has a saying that if you find what you like to do, you'll never work a day in your life. Right. You find what like, you like to do and get paid for it. You'll never right. work a day in your life. Right. And so that's the thing is when it comes to relationships and, oh my gosh, because you hear people say, man, relationships take work. So you want to go in like, oh my gosh, you know, I got to go to work. I got, you know, I got kids like that. I don't want to go in a relationship like that. But then if we just think, okay, it's about learning. Mm -hmm. And it's about a process. It's you can kind of navigate through that a little better if you just know. Okay, well, you know, let's see how this goes. You know, we we're gonna we we, we just got to go through the process, right? You know, it's still work. Yeah. So, and here's my other thing: is it's work, 
whether you do it on the negative side or work, whether you are on the positive side, which one, you want, which, which one do you want to foster? Are you, are right. you happy being on that negative merry-go-round and creating right. drama in your life? Or do you want to, like you said, it's going to leave clues either way it go. You, you're going to have a clue which way it go. If your car starts knocking. It's like that. You have a clue that something's going wrong. So you have an opportunity to hurry up and try to figure out what that is that's knocking. And it could be just a, Dang it, we had this awesome interview going. Tori Lynn just takes me and her phone has overheated from the hot topic of taboo. Uh, so she said this is TMI, but she's gonna share it anyway. She had dropped her phone and some toilet water a couple of days ago. And I, evidently the subject of taboo and talking about sex in the marriage and outside the marriage and all that kind of good stuff that we all love to talk about. Her phone is like, nope, that is enough for today. So we are going to schedule a second interview to add on to this one and just kind of combine it all together. So we will be right back. Hey everybody, this is Coach Callie Tammy with the Celebrating Independent Artist Spotlight. We are back with our best-selling author, Miss Tori Lynn. I got her on a Facebook interview and we dove into Taboo. This is where we left off on our last on the first segment of our interview and I'm super excited for you guys to hear this because we had a ball. We were bringing other people into the conversation. Uh, this is the audio from our Facebook Live. If you would like to see the Facebook Live interview, I will drop the link in the show notes so you can check it out. We had so much fun and I hope you guys enjoy this as much as we did. Uh, if you love it, please make sure that you hit that share button, share it on all of your social media, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button so the next time that we drop a hot interview, you are the first to know. We love you and we will see you again next week. Here is Miss Tori Lynn. Hello, hello, hello. I am your host, Coach Kelly Tamey, out here in beautiful San Diego, California. And this is take number two from my interview with best-selling author, Miss Tori Lynn. Uh, as you know, we, we started her interview a couple of weeks ago, and she her phone overheated on us. So I'm waiting for her to jump on now so that she can I can bring her on camera and we can get this going so Tori when you get here let me know and I will add you to the interview and then we can get going where is she at hey fellas how you doing so um, just in case you guys didn't know I host actually two different uh, Two different podcasts. Uh, one of them is My Life Awakening, and this one that I'm doing today is with Celebrating Independent Artists uh, Spotlight. And so I interview different artists and different authors, best-selling authors, to find out, you know, their journey, what it what it was that took them from their struggle to their success and all the steps in between what, where was their heart at? You know what I mean? What made them decide to be an author or an artist and what is their passion and where do they see themselves going forward? So um, I started my interview with Tori a few weeks ago and her phone overheated on us and we were just diving into her most awesome book taboo and, and you know what it is, that we can do as a society and as husbands and wives when we're married to keep that fire burning in the relationship. So I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a PG-13 warning. 
and we're going to be talking about sex on here. And so like, I think all I have is adults on my list. So we, we will be good. Uh, hey everybody. Hey Kim. Hey, uh, I'm waiting on Tori to jump on here. Hey Karina, where is she at? All right, so as soon as Tori jumps on, I will add her to the podcast. But like I said, this is for uh, for my podcast, Celebrating Independent Artist Spotlight. And uh, we hit it. We, she, Tori is a best-selling author. She wrote two books. Her first one was Divorce. And she wrote that because as she was sharing her story on Facebook, she learned that there were a lot of people that were going through the same things that she was. And so she, uh, she wanted to, people were asking questions. And so she wanted to, to share all of her thoughts and, uh, help other people go through the things that she went through at that time. There she is. Let's see if we can get her live. And she's just like me. She a hot mess. So this is going to be. Lori Lynn, there she is. Yay. (laughs) We got it. Yes. So I was just kind of diving into, you know, shared, you know, you're a best-selling author. You have got two books. You have got Divorce and you have got Taboo. I see it. I see it. Look at you. Look, we both spotting our our CIA. (laughs) Celebrating artists. There we go. We got it going on today. Uh, Tori Lynn, Eric Jones is asking, where are you from? I am from Oklahoma City. Yay. Awesome. So we're going to backtrack a little bit. So on our last interview, you know, we talked about your divorce and all the things that you went through. And and I was kind of sharing why you were, what brought you to sharing that book? Like what what brought that book about? And, and, um, you know, how you had shared that, like you were sharing your story on Facebook and everybody was like asking questions and you, that kind of inspired you to write your book. So uh, why don't you kind of, we'll we'll just kind of pick it up from there and, and we'll just go forward. Okay. So, uh, but that's really it. It was just people were chiming in and it was just amazing how many people are, are suffering in silence and just really wanting to um, either save their marriage or wonder if they're not good enough. So that's, that's how that started. Yeah, you know, people I, don't want to feel like they're alone and stuff, you know? Put your oldest side up here, please. Yeah, they, we definitely want to feel like we have some support. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. if somebody else is going through that, maybe they feel like I do. Maybe... They're going their their marriage was going through the same things I was. Maybe, maybe we can figure this out so we can get it right the next time. You know what right. I mean? So that's that's always good. And um I know we had just started diving into taboo, which was which is my favorite subject of what you were talking about. <laughs> I already gave out the PG thirteen warning that we that we are gonna be talking about some sex when we're talking about taboo. So taboo yeah is your book that talks about keeping the fires alive inside the marriage, correct? Correct. Ah. Hold on just a second. I'm getting my daughter out of here and getting her earphones on like I told her about five minutes ago. (laughs) Kids got to love them. (laughs) Okay. And then, um, then, so I guess they can say. Oh, look at there. So cute. That's that's Russ, and this is uh, uh oh, this is. Oh my goodness! 
absolutely oh, yeah. so, adorable. Just in case I get an amen, it's probably one. It's probably the girl. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so taboo. Yeah, that was really again, like I said, it was between the church and the world because sometimes um, it can be confusing about what is acceptable and what isn't. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really addressed all of that. And I, not only did I address it, I didn't only just give my opinion, um, but I did polls as well. So I would go on Facebook and I would do like little polls and stuff. And I actually called a few of my friends and asked them, you know, people that's been, that's in seasoned marriages, you know, mm -hmm. what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, um, and so between the polls and the phone calls and the, um, um, uh, Biblical scriptures, I added scriptures mm -hmm. in there as well, because I just thought this is something that, you know, people are really, really suffering in silence and don't really know which way to turn. And then this, the church is, can only give them so much. You know, the church can only give so much and say, this is acceptable, this isn't acceptable. Whereas I just went in and I was just like, okay, look, let's just look this up. Let's find out what's up. Let's find out what God says about it. Let's find out what man thinks about it let's find out how the woman feels about it you know that that's 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 where i was coming from right yeah because there's there's definitely three different opinions on that <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely three different opinions because i because I, you know I, what because when it comes to the church they they can only say so much the church can only say so much and uh without losing members or without um or was, without sounding like freaks, but at the same time, there's only so much that they can say, you know. So I just thought. Well, okay, see, and I, I and see, I think that's, I see, that's where I'm, I, I'm gonna say, you know, churches need to speak up more. You know what? If they lose members over it, then they're the ones that really need to hear it. And I'm just gonna throw that out there. If somebody gets mad, right. you can get mad at me because that's how I feel. Like there's the the divorce rate in the church is the same yes. rate as it is as outside the church. So just maybe. Just maybe they need to step up and say, yo, we need, we need to have a serious discussion, even if it's in small groups. Maybe we need to have small groups that have this more serious discussion since you don't want to stand on the pulpit and talk about it because maybe it's right. you're uncomfortable with it. Right, right, right. right. You know what I mean? Because like women, and, and I tell my women on my podcast all the time and the, the couples that I coach, like what you did to get your man you yeah, need to step your game up to keep your man because what you ain't willing right. to do, somebody else is. That's and that, but that's real. That's real talk, and that's the truth. Because there's always for well, somebody waiting, waiting on a failed marriage, or you know, there's always somebody that's waiting in the winds, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and to some women, and because they're probably not in the church or not believers or whatever. Like, well, that's somebody else's man. You know what? I can have my fun. I can have my cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? And they, they get all, all up in somebody's business. But then when they get the man, they was like, so if he, if he was in a marriage and he stepped out to be with you, what you think he going to do to you? It's so many people that don't even think about adultery. It just doesn't, it don't even, they don't even care. Um, and this is not being judgmental. It's just some people are just not taught, you know, because a lot, again, some of us that are going to church, the really the church is not really talking about it, talking about it. Um, mm -hmm. But also, the world is not really, you know, the world really don't don't have. I don't even know what the word is for it. I got let me see, Robert Pierce, and I got two ministers on here watching right now. What is your opinion? Do you what do you think about how people are feeling about adultery right now? Um, 
and uh, Robert Pierce, what is your chime in on about the church um, addressing what's going on? Yeah, I'm, I I would love to hear that myself because it's it, it's definitely it's kind of like a divide and conquer kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's 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 kind of the 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 way that I see it, and it's sad. You know, like I've I've been through divorce twice, and yeah. and I get it, and like, but that part of my marriage was never jacked up. Like that part of my marriage was right. probably the most solid part of my marriage. Right. Hey, Harold, how you doing? Um. I, that that was in both marriages. That was the most solid part, but it was the rest of my marriage that was jacked up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I married for two, two very different reasons and wrong reasons on top of that. Like the first time I married to get out of my mom's house, I loved him, but I didn't know what being in love was meant. I didn't right. know what right. being in love entailed. I didn't, I didn't know any of that. And in my second marriage, I, I, I'm sorry to say, but like, I didn't know how to raise two young children on my own and he was convenient and the sex was great. So it was a win for me. And like, we tried really hard to make it work for seven years and it just, it was not there. All right. We got, um, Robert, which is who is daddy bird. Robert is saying okay. church won't address it and cause pastors are doing it. But, uh, also, well, Robert, do you think that all pastors are doing it? You know, like we need, I need a little bit more than that. You as a minister, more than that, because all pastors are not committing adultery. We can't put that on every church. You know, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't believe that that's happening. At least I hope not. Right. Um, but what is the disconnect between the church and the world and the views about adultery and fornication? You know, what are, what are the, and how can we mend it? You know, how can we, um, how, how, how do we address that? What do we say? What do we do? What are we thinking? You know, how do we, how do we address it? Because this is something that people are, are, are that's a lot of confusion right now. And people need to know what to do. And because a lot of, the, in the end, most of us are just really just like, what do we do to get in heaven? Basically. Um, also, but people that are married, you know, is a threesome okay? You know, is uh, is uh, talking into mics okay? Or right. I hope everybody. Okay, I hope everybody's right. understanding. Yeah, yeah, I'm I, 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 <laughs> talking yeah, in like, the mic. Yeah, there you go. I got you. <laughs> so, like, it, it, see, to me, when when I got that ring on my finger, there's a, threesomes are out. You don't bring somebody into your bed because once you bring right. somebody else into your bed, you right. you inviting that you're inviting, you're inviting separation. Right. Like, cause that's, that's mine. I'm, I'm not finna share. I'm just gonna tell you I right don't now. You to try to, yeah, right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, it's not, I don't want to, I ain't going to. That's a deal breaker, dude. Like, <laughs> that's a, that's a deal. Cause I, I have, I have lines drawn in, the, it, drawn in the sand when it comes to relationships. And, and by drawn in the sand, I mean, those are my negotiables. And then I have lines that are drawn in the concrete, you know, step right. on a crack, break your mama back. That those right. ones thrown in the concrete, those are my, those are non-negotiable, dude. When that gets stepped on, it's broken and there's no coming back from that. So like, it, it, but I make those things up front now in my relationships. You know what I mean? Right. They, they, these are not, these are non-negotiable. Let's go ahead and put that out there now. So if, if right. this is something that is something that you are comfortable with and this is what you want in your relationship, boy, bye. 
There's the door, please. This is exit something that, left. you know, because like you said, you're inviting that because what am I, 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 well, I know someone who did that. He was like, you know what I want for my birthday? I want a threesome. So they did that threesome. And then what happened is later on, she started continuing the, the threesome without him and later left him. So I was just like, oh my gosh. So now this woman is bisexual. And I can't say it was because of him. I can't say that because for her to even go along with that, it must have been something she was curious about anyway. But mm -hmm. either way it go, he was upset because, oh, she, you know, now she's cheating and like that. Well, you know, you invited cheating, period. Rather it was a woman or a man, you invited that spirit, period. Right. You know, so right. I, I just think that I'm just not for it. But however, I did address it in Taboo. Um, right. I did address, you know, that subject, period, because I did talk to people that were okay with it, you know, and I, and I was just like, all right, you know, well, let's see, you know, right. let's, let's, let's talk about it. Right. Well, and, and, you know, you, you brought up speaking into the mic. So I, I'm just going to get a little bit more, more real for those of you that don't know what you're talking about, like going down on your man. There's a, yeah. there's a lot of women especially in the church world that think that's not okay. For me, if I got a ring on my finger, I can do whatever I want to as long as it's me and you. Okay, and that's why the, say, the Bible says as long as the bed, the bed is not defiled. Because if both of you are agreeing on that, the right. bed is not defiled. And I addressed that too. I actually, put, I think I, I, no, I did have scriptures behind that because that's, I looked it up and I was just mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, what is, what is right and what is wrong? Now, what would make a bed defiled to me is something that is not acceptable, which is something that I address. Like to me, uh, peanut butter, I'm not for that. I mean, it's not that I didn't try before. It was just like, I don't like it at all. Right. So I'm not for peanut butter. But as far as like, you know, but to me, when you're married, um, there, are, there are negotiations to try anything once or right. to, you know, but I think that marriage should be more fun than we're giving, uh, the credit to God of, 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 um, this is my gift to married couples. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's all like, Hey, like, let's try it. If we don't like it, maybe we need to try it a different way. And if we still don't like it, like, okay, let's try something else. You know right. what I mean? And, and I, 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 I'm on, I'm on harp on the ladies for a minute. Cause you know, we women and we can only come from a woman's perspective and like fellas, I am so open to you chiming in right now. Cause like, I need to do my own personal podcast on this one. Tori, I might need to get you on there and <laughs> let's go okay. all in. Um, but like, so for my ladies, like why are you holding back sex? Like to me, like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not sitting the whole back. Like you, my man, like they, I, I'm going to share my food with you. I'm going to share my Looking bed with you. You, you. you are the only one that better be able to wake me up at 3 o'clock in the morning. And it better be because you're giving me some fire sex. And outside of that, you better <laughs> let me sleep. You better be bringing me breakfast in bed in the morning and when we can do it again. You know what I mean? Fire that, sex, but it better be fire sex. Fire, at 3 a.m., like, it better be fire. Like, it I, better like, be, be, be shutting like, through the bones. Right, like you, you bet. Like we need they, the neighbors need to be calling the police because they think you're killing me or something. You know what I mean? Like I, like I, because if you waking me, my sleep is precious. If you waking right. me up, it, it need to be good. Isn't it precious <laughs> at a certain age? It's it's really precious. You gotta have it. And then so anything that disrupt disrupt that sleep, it has to be fire. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, 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 I'm putting. I like I ain't playing, man. Like because to me. Sex is a blessing. Like, like, yeah. 
okay, you know what I mean? And and I hear this all the time from from the, the few guys that actually will talk about this. I somebody said, "How about the whipped cream?" I'm good with whipped cream. I don't know about other females, but like I, I I'm good with whipped cream. Hold on, me, I got all kinds of games. I don't know what my blue. I don't know what my Bluetooth is. I'm stepping outside right quick. But um, okay. <laughs> she knows this, this conversation needs to get deep. She's like, yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is my favorite subject. Uh, right, right, mine too. So like, I like, <laughs> I, I, I got all kinds of of games that you can play, like teasing games and see who wins and and like, let's go again. Right, it should be fun. But like, I and, and I hear this from the fellas all the time. Well, she says that she's got a headache, or she says that she's tired, or she doesn't. You know that her she's there's she doesn't have that drive to have that sex anymore. So if there's a hormonal I- issue, then that's something that needs to be addressed. If it's a relationship right. issue, y'all, it's a deeper conversation. Like y'all need to talk. There should not be a time when, for me, and this is this is just my perspective. I I would love to hear how you think. It. Like I'm not gonna tell my man no. In same respect, he needs to, he needs to not tell me no. Right, ever. Like, you're not going to... Ever. You know me, and I got to bring up... You're not ever going to hear the word no come out my mouth. We could be on the way home from a concert. Babe, you need to pull over. Like, whatever. Like, I... You know what? And that's funny because that's what happened one time. I mean, he he had this day planned out, and it was just wonderful and stuff. And I was feeling so good and so loved and so appreciated. I was like, look, we're going to skip that Ferris wheel thing and pull over. Because it should be uh, spontaneous. It should be fun. It should be funny. There should be memories and stuff. That's that's just, it's a gift. It's a wedding gift, you know? Right. So, I, I like, it, I, I, I really, ladies, oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. There should never come a no out your mouth. When you're, when you're married and you got a man, now, if he ain't doing it right, you need to teach him how to do, do it, what makes you feel good. You need to get Maybe. taboo. Right. Get Tori's book taboo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe we need to have a small group. Maybe we like maybe we need to get a Zoom going. You know what I mean? A taboo Zoom. And let's, let's, there let's is, get a group. group right. You know what I mean? Like I, not everybody gets pleased the same way. And fellas, I'm going to throw this out, right. out there to you too. Now, I've heard guys say there's no such thing as bad sex. I'm here to tell you that's a lie. That is a lie from, from the, the devil. And I don't, right? Like, I, because I, if you ain't doing it right, I'm out. I will, I, boy, bye. Right. Like, it, it's, there's, there's certain things that are great and certain things that are not. And I, like, right, that right there. That. Say it bye, again for the folks in the back. <laughs> Say it again for the fire. I like I fellas, you have to listen to your lady because like if you're not if you're not pleasing her, so let me throw this out there. I didn't have my first orgasm in my marriage until my second marriage. And we were almost three years in. I was in So how did y'all end up getting the orgasm then? Because I I didn't know what it was when I had it. I I swear to God, I did not know what it was when I had it. I was like, I started, okay, so guys, this is fixing to get real graphic. I'm just going to tell you, I started shaking, and I was like, I had that feeling in my stomach. I was like, what is that? And he was like, what is that? Because I thought getting wet 
was having an orgasm. And it was not, I didn't know. I got married when I was 18. So I had no oh. idea about none of that. I had not a clue. And so I thought, like, okay, I'm wet. That's, the, that's what that's supposed to be. That wasn't it. But then when I figured out what it was, that was always the goal. And so when he figured out what it was, that was always his goal. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So the first time you didn't know anything about orgasms at all, which is the I'm sorry, something's going on. Okay. So which is okay, another reason go. why I wrote this is because I have I had a lady that was like, My daughter is getting ready to get married and I don't know how to talk to her about this. Can you hear me? Mm -hmm, yeah. I can hear you. You're good. Okay. She said, my daughter's getting ready to get married, and I don't know how to talk to her about this. So I was like, oh, my gosh. So that's when I added another. That's why I added the how-to chapter in here is because mm -hmm. there are some people that don't know how to talk to you. My daughter's getting ready to get married, and I don't know how to talk to her about sex. She don't mm -hmm. know what to do, so risk the, the risk of her daughter, husband stepping out because she don't know what to do sexually or, or, or how to please him sexually. So mm -hmm. that was the reason that why I put the how-to chapter in there. Because of sometimes we don't know how to talk to our children, you know, or, or at least, you know, some parents are just, um, it can be embarrassing. You know, it can be embarrassing. Right. So, mm -hmm. yeah, of course. Right. And then I, now Harold's asking the question. He was like, so what do you think about a woman who always wants you to go down on her all the time but won't go down on you at all? I say, like, may, maybe that's a, that needs to be a conversation. Like, why? Do you know what I mean? Like, why, right. so, Harold, have you had it a, conver a conversation? Like, it, yeah, it's got to be communication. Like, even sex in relationship and marriage, if your communication sucks, you need to freaking figure it out. Like, I'm just going to be real. If you don't know how to communicate with your mate, that's a deeper problem, and maybe you need some counseling. Why? Mate. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Tori. There's an, also another thing that's a, a factor, too, is that because of so many uh, sexually tra transmitted diseases, especially if you're not married, if you're not married, and the, of course, you know, whoever's going to be, get, hold on really quick. Whoever is doing, that, that is a conversation. If you're, if you're not married, that is a serious conversation because so many people, okay, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Great. That's much better. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if there's a, that, that, that needs to be a conversation because there's so many people that get it. There's diseases out here. There are, uh, there's just so many that are cheating out here. Um, and so when you have this stuff going on, sometimes that can be a, a distrust. That can be a factor because she doesn't really know if she could trust you. Now, if it's your wife and your wife is not doing it, there's a conversation, and I address that in taboo because my grandmother, I, I had a, uh, someone on, on our Facebook and said, how can I get my wife to go down on me? And my grandmother was sitting right in, in the chair. She said, well, when does she stop? She said, because there's always a why. I, I addressed that. She said, there's always a why. If she was doing mm -hmm. it at first, then okay. If she wasn't, then you knew, when you, you knew that coming in. But if she suddenly stopped, there's a why, and you need to go back and track that why. I addressed it right here, and it's in taboo. So those are the three things that I, I feel is necessary, and like you said, communicate, because either 
she doesn't really feel comfortable. If you guys are not married, she really doesn't feel comfortable because there are trust, trust issues. There are there are factors in that when you're not married. Um, right. And then mm-hmm. also, did she stop or was she doing it in the first place? Right. Yeah, that's a, I, I didn't think about that. It, it would have came to me later. But yeah, if you if she's doing it and then she stopped. So what happened? What changed? Something changed, whether it was on right. her end or your end Something or both. Something changed. Do you know what I mean? Did you guys have a big falling out? And now she's just like, you know, did your, did your habits change? Yeah. Did your habits change? Did your, uh, you know, how you treated her start changing? What are you, what did you change about how you treat her? Like all of those are questions that's got to be addressed, but it all starts with communication from beginning to end. If you're not communicating in a way that, that is conducive to your mate understanding, right, you need to right. figure out what their best communication is. Like, right. yeah, I just need to sit down and have a talk. Like, hey, let's talk. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I like this. I don't like this. Let's let's try this. Right. Let's do that. And, you know, like it, like some some women are okay with toys. Some men are okay with toys. Some are not. And some are not. Like, what do you, what, what do you, you got to talk. You got to open your mouth and speak. Right. That's, that's part of it. So, uh, I'm so glad that we got, the finally got to this conversation right here. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh we've been on here for a few minutes and and uh, have you guys got any questions for tori lynn before we let her give out all of her contact information and where you can get her book taboo or where you can get her book divorce and uh let's 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 air it out man like this is this is a great conversation i've been wanting to have this conversation for some weeks now because her phone blew up on us last time it got so hot she was like oh, I can't have this conversation <laughs> Conversation was too hot oh for her phone. Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy um, having relationship talk. I enjoy it. I love it. It's like a high. And because, you know, people are, are, are people are curious and people want to know. And people, sometimes people don't know things, you know. So I, it's, it's, I love it. Absolutely love it. Awesome. Well, I, like I said, I love you, girl. You are so super awesome. And uh, I don't, I don't see anybody else chiming in on here. So, uh, they're giving you, they're clapping for you. So, uh, where can they buy taboo or divorce or both? Uh, and how can they, I know you're, you're also an actress. I know that you've got, you're working on another book. Yeah, right I now. just come up from on the road a few days ago. I, I was on a, I can't say what, what TV show it was, but I can, right. I can kind of give you a hint. If you've ever seen like um, what's it called, Homicide for My Man, Snapped, all those types, I did. I, right, I did right. one of those. Yeah, so that was that. Oh, that was awesome. last week. Awesome! Well, <laughs> congratulations on that. Can't wait Thank for you. that to come out. So, and you're working on another book, correct? I no? am, and this one is going to be more towards uh, mental health. It is going to be more towards because of the of what you go through emotionally when you after divorce and after devastation and after mm-hmm. hurt and loss, you know that type of stuff. Okay, awesome. And, and when can we expect that one to be coming out? How close are you to being done? <laughs> so uh, probably it's May. So maybe closer towards October. Okay. All right, so you're 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 deep into it by now, then, right? No, I'm one of those people <laughs> that once I'm one of those people that once once it clicks, 
it goes. At the mm-hmm. But after, but if I hit a stump, I might, you know, like that ADD. When that ADD kicks in, it's 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 go, I go for it. So it, wow. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, anybody could get the book from authortorylin at gmail dot com. Oh, not gmail. That's my email address. Email address authortorylin dot com. So it's t o r i l y n n dot com. Awesome. Hey, and I know you know what I'm saying because I I think I'm confused. Hold on, quick. I'm confused. All right. Author Torilia.com. Boom. I think I just put it on there. Yeah. Yep, there you go. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> all right. So where you can get all of her books are down in uh, at the at the link in the comments. And her daughters have got books out too. Her daughters are published they authors, do. which is absolutely freaking amazing. So she's teaching her kids how to be entrepreneurs super early in life, which I super applaud. Yes, they are following their mommy's footsteps. So between acting and authors and, and speaking, they just did a performance for Mother's Day. They sung. So yay. So I can say I'm blessed. Awesome. Very awesome. Well, Tori, I love you so much. Um, anything else that you would like to tell our listeners before we end off for today? Um, become a CIA member if you are an artist. Absolutely. Uh, there you go. That too. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, so listen, let's do some fun facts. What is your, outside the books that you've written, what is your oh. most favorite book of all time? Say it again. I said uh, outside of the books that you've written, and the Bible, we know those are top three. What's your favorite book? Okay. Oh, probably Joel Osteen, uh, Enjoy Your Best Life Now. Awesome. All right. So what's your favorite thing? What's your favorite downtime thing to do? Actually, do nothing. Literally, like now that I'm almost 43, I have to get, I've finally given myself that, that okay to absolutely do nothing. Sit down, you can scroll Facebook, you can watch Supergirl with the kids, you know, just do nothing. Just chill and relax. Let your mind um, unwind. I might have a couple of drinks. There you go. Okay, so mountains (laughs) or beach? Mountains or beach? Mountains or beach? Beach. Beach, okay. Um, wine or margaritas? I'm a bartender as well. So uh, I, because I know what's in Long Island iced teas, I know that can get you a little, that can get you kind of going pretty, pretty quickly. So I, I'll go Long Island iced tea first, then I will go a margarita, then I'll go with wine. But it depends on where okay. I am. All right, awesome. Uh, are you more of t-shirts and jeans or dress up in heels? T-shirts and jeans. Yes. Comfortable. Yes. Always. T-shirts, right. jeans, tank tops. Tank tops or flip-flops, baby. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I got to <laughs> All right. And last fun question. Do you always nails and pedicure? Let's see here. Yes, ma'am. Let's see. That's what I'm talking about. I always, like, I always get my, like... <laughs> <laughs> but see, mines they chip and they break and stuff. So it's like every two days I'm having to do it because they, I don't know if I need to take vitamins or what, but they chip, they break, they all kind of stuff be going on. I'm like, look. And so I finally stopped getting them put on because I would always break them because I do hair. So I would always right. break them. So I was like, forget it. But it's a nightmare. Yeah, I, I, so I, I got the acrylics. 
Oh yeah, I, I got the acrylics with the with the gel overlay on it, so I don't have to do all that. I let somebody else it's do my nails. It's so girly. It's so I, pretty this, and I'm, girly. I'm a, I, I, I'm a pretty tomboy. That's it. That is yes. it. Tammy Gill, yes, me too. I see you watching this. So Tammy Gill is one of my friends. She just signed on before we jumped off here. She's one of my friends from Atlanta. Uh, and uh, Tammy Gill, you need to meet Tori Lynn. She just she wrote a book called Taboo and Divorce. And I met her at the church that I used to go to, Cum Cumberland Community Church in Atlanta. And so okay. she's jumping on on the tail end of this. So Tammy, you need to go back and watch this whole thing. And, <laughs> and you know, drop down in the comments hashtag replay Tori Lynn so she can so she can so you can find her and she can we can reply to your to your comments. But this has been so fun, Tori. I love you. And uh, I can't wait for us all to get together you. in an event so I can hug your neck. Uh, me too. <laughs> all right. It's going to be so Thank fun. Thank you for having uh, all right, me. Guys, you are very welcome. Thanks for coming. And I will see you guys next month with our next CIA Celebrating Independent Artist Spotlight. And we have Unika who is going to be on here. And I can't wait to interview her here in a couple of days. So love you guys to the moon and back. And we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.